0: Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. Coming to you from the Sprinter Van in Central Florida, where in just a few minutes, the van is going to uh, get its official name, and you're going to hear it here first, because joining us for this episode and the next is Fred Dodson, in person, in the van. This is the first time that Fred has been able to do an in-person live interview like this for a podcast since the pandemic began, and that is a big part of this story. Many of you follow Fred on social media, Reality Creation Coaching on Facebook or Twitter. You follow him on the podcast here. We often uh, repost a lot of his material on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast listeners page. So lots of points of intersection there. So you may have already heard the story of his leaving New Zealand abruptly because of greater restrictions around COVID-19 that he just could simply no longer agree with. This podcast is chock full of incredible information. And I would make one request as we begin to roll here and bring Fred in. And that is, wherever you are in the pandemic, we've all had to deal with it in our own ways and respecting how you have chosen to deal with it for yourself. I hope that you will listen attentively to this one very conscious, very awake person's experience of what happened to him and his wife over these past two years. And Fred's message here is not to get complacent with the freedom or the lifestyle that you may have now. And he will explain what he means by that. Fred and I met on a beautiful afternoon at a little city park near a pristine lake with a little sandy beach, actually, an inland lake that looked kind of almost like a little ocean beach. It was absolutely beautiful. There are birds chirping, lawn crews blowing (laughs) and mowing, and diesel trucks coming in and out and that's van life. So we brought it all to you in this episode.
1: Hi, Fred. Welcome to the van. Hello, everybody. I'm in Thomas Miller's mobile reality creation mobile.
0: He's in my (laughs) lair here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we are in Claremont, Florida at some random beautiful lake.
0: Picked a nice little spot on a beautiful January day in Florida. So welcome aboard. I'm going to disclose the name of the van while we're here. Everybody says you need to name your van. You need to name your van. So I wanted to put some good juju on it. So I'm going to call it Lord Jupiter. I'm in Lord Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time out on that. You get to you get to do it. Wow. Well, so we meet here in Florida together, but there is a big story on how both of us are sitting here. You tell yours, I'll tell mine later, but uh you you have been through some soap here
1: i don't even know where to begin um you're homeless and i've been homeless for uh i was homeless for two months three months almost uh while escaping um tyranny and i just said to thomas uh people here seem to be oblivious to how bad it can get Cause it's not really reported it's not reported how bad it is in other countries other places people here enjoy their f- relative freedom i wouldn't say freedom i'd say relative freedom because we can always use a little more <laughs> um
0: you have a different perspective on that now don't you
1: yeah um this is freedom compared to that so yeah i i, I was in new zealand And the reason I had gone to New Zealand is to get away from the tyranny. Because New Zealand is the type of place that's just in the middle of nowhere. They leave you alone. And that's what I wanted, especially when this whole COVID thing started. That's actually where I escaped to. Little did I know I was escaping to prison. Um, It was good for the first year, 2020. Everybody was in lockdown and I was free. I was like, uh, <laughs> to my friends, na 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 <laughs> Look at me playing tennis. Look at me doing this and that, you know. Look at me in the ocean jet skiing while you're uh, hunkered down and locked down at, uh, at 32 Fahrenheit. So I was free 2020. Then 2021 was okay, too. Um, and then around mid-2021, they started doing these snap lockdowns and they started um, militarizing the whole thing, so there were checkpoints. There's this city called Auckland and they had military and police around it so you couldn't leave the city and you couldn't go in. And that was weird, it was a weird start, you know, to bring the military out for a so-called for flu. And then they started uh, vaccinating the kids without parents consent and the prime minister said, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, they don't need parents' consent if they want a vaccination. And that was kind of one of the first red flags when a government starts uh, taking parents' kids and medicating them without their consent. because I read history. If you've read history, these are red flags. You know, many people say, oh, what's the problem? You know, it's a crisis. Government knows what it's doing. You need to read. If you know history, then you know there's something wrong about that. Anyway, um, and it went on and on. So then lockdown is over, and then another snap snap lockdown. One person gets the flu. They lock it down again. And then they started doing uh, either you get the vax or you, uh, you don't. You can't work. Either you get the vax or you can't play tennis. Either you get the vax or this or this or this. And it's not that I mind vaccines, you know. I've gotten plenty of vaccines in my life and I'm okay. Um, I do mind being forced. Things started getting more and more creepy to the point they had these you had to scan yourself in everywhere you went. Really Orwellian New World Order stuff, okay, what the dystopian sci-fi authors always talked about. So everywhere we went, we, we had to have a phone. If you don't have a phone, you can't participate in society. You can't go shopping. You need a QR code, right? And otherwise, there's, there's no participating in society. That's how it is in New Zealand. You can't participate in anything unless you have your phone and your QR code. Doot, 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 doot. So we scanned ourselves in everywhere we went. And then later they said uh, they're going to change that and you have to be vaxxed in order to do all these things. Then the QR code shows that you're vaxxed, okay? But in the beginning, it was just uh, contact tracing. So what they do is they they kind of ease you into things. It's so creepy, like some, like a abusive uh like a psychopath, really. They ease you into <laughs> worse and worse, you know. You start with contact tracing, and then we go to this. And then suddenly we had compliance officers in yellow vests all over the place. I mean, what a name. Making sure everybody's wearing their masks outside in public, right? How, how stupid can you get? Uh, uh, idiocracy, really. And if you weren't wearing your, your mask, they go... Uh, um, you know where's your mask where's your mask please wear your mask and so so it kind of descended and descended I'd go playing tennis illegally looking watching out for the police you know it's ridiculous and then have people uh, report us discover us playing tennis report us and then I'd have to get in my car and and escape others got caught Yes, Thomas Miller's facial expression is one of disbelief, but that's literally what was going on. I witnessed things. I don't want any human being to ever have to go through these things or even have to witness them. I I witnessed a guy being dragged out of the ocean. He was the only person in the ocean by compliance officers. Um, He was the only one out there. There was nobody else he wasn't harming anyone you know he was just swimming out there they went all the way down to the ocean It was quite a trip just to drag this guy out of the ocean and then because compliance officers don't have the right to arrest anyone they call the police then the police came big drama they arrest the guy they arrest somebody for swimming all alone okay there's not many people in new zealand in fact there's not even many COVID cases there's not even many deaths there's more deaths this is a fact More deaths of the vaccine in New Zealand than of COVID. That's the madness of it. They locked down the whole country for one death, but dozens of vaccine deaths, nothing is locked down, right? They should lock down the program. The vaccine program should be shut down if there's that many deaths, but they don't. So this is not about uh, trying to keep people safe or Say from death. This is about something else. I don't I I have a pretty good idea what it's about by now. I didn't I didn't one year ago, but now I've got a pretty good idea what this is about. This is uh real deal evil, uh, in in my view. And that's why I left.
0: When I think of New Zealand, I think of renegade freedom. Yep. Why do you suppose it hit so hard there and Australia, which is another place where you think people go out the bush the australian bush right where you can't be found for days nobody where's fred i don't know he's out in the bush
1: i think it's because they know that's where the most free people are so they target those places first literally that's what i think the people i got to know there are the most free people in the world i mean we enjoyed such freedoms there um beautiful freedoms do whatever we like you know people are very self-sufficient. They build their own cars. They build their own TVs. Um, they, they build stuff by themselves. They're very self-sufficient. There's no system there. And that's why in my view, they targeted those places first because they, they're telling themselves this is an agenda, okay? And they're saying in my view, they're saying if we can get these people uh, to submit, we can get anybody.
0: So they started there first.
1: Yeah, they started with the free people. And there's only very few really, truly free places left. I'm in one of them, you know. But they're targeting this too. They're well, working on it.
0: You've, you've had time to observe this, same two years that all of us have. Who are they, do you think?
1: They are very crooked people, <laughs> if they're people. <laughs>
0: That was where I was going, (laughs) because I find it unique that your books over the last couple of three years have taken this turn to more galactic kinds of things. Galactic issues. (laughs) Yes. And as you've sat and watched the New Zealand starry sky at night and pondered what in the world is going on, do you think that this is beyond even our own scope here? Yeah. So you start realizing that
1: much bigger stuff is going on. and This is only a small part of it. Much bigger stuff. I mean, for all I know, and I don't know all that much, but for all I know, you know, we might be nothing more than farm animals to them. Mm-hmm. That's scary, but you know, what do I know? We have to consider that option too. We're just farm animals that can be injected like chicken. That's what these vaccines remind me of, you know, you just inject them and you have no say, shut up. You know, we say to the chicken, you have no say, shut up, you're food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's one option. There's a lot of scenarios and options. And I think about them every day, Thomas, and I observe and I learn. So I can't say for sure. But I'm observing, I'm curious about that, just that question. What's your view? What do you think's going on?
0: Well, the only thing that I could look, and especially this was heavily influenced by the direction of your books, really since you kind of took the turn with Atlantis, with the two books on Atlantis, and then these many others, the Pleiadean. I mean, all of a sudden, the Pleiades, right? Why? And then the language books, tracing this stuff back. What is the common origin of all of this? You know, I grew up in the church. Bible prophecy was talked about in our home all the time. My mom was a full-time student of it. You know, she was trying to figure out when the rapture was going to happen, when we were all going to get yanked out of here and rescued from this madness. Well, as, as I changed my belief system, that upbringing and that training and that conversation stayed with me to the point of recognizing, wow, there is a lot that was written in the book of Revelation and some in Isaiah, some in Daniel, etc., that is being fulfilled right before our eyes. So again, did those Bible, those biblical authors channel what was, were they connecting with this energy? Yeah. The question is, are we ascending in consciousness or are we Armageddoning <laughs> exactly? <laughs> and if that continues on a linear path, then I think it's something that we have to take a look at because we are seeing so many things come about right now.
1: Yeah,
0: I have a video. It's the last video that I put on my personal Facebook page before I hung a sign that says Gone Fishing. That was over almost three years ago when COVID started. I was just out on the dialogue. I didn't want to get involved in it. So this video is of Walter Cronkite. Do you remember Walter Cronkite growing up? CBS Evening News. And that's the way it is. Walter Cronkite. CBS News. You, Good mu- night. you
1: must have learned some voice techniques from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Walter, it was twi- It was uh, let's see, this was ninety nine. He retired in eighty, so that was twenty years after he had left the anchor desk of CBS. He was receiving an award by the American Federalist Association, and with the meeting, the dinner was the award presentation was being held at the United Nations Building in New York City. And Walter was giving his... It's an edited video of of his acceptance speech. But in it, he said this line. Now, this is a universal government organization that he's being honored for a Lifetime Achievement Award. So they want one universal law. And his, his line that just rung with me was, some of us are going to have to give up some of our sovereignty. And to many, that's going to be a bitter pill. And when you hear the world-famous anchorman telling you that you're going to have to give up some of your sovereignty, and it's going to be a bitter pill.
1: For the greater good, Thomas.
0: And that's exactly how it was presented. (laughs) For the greater good. We have to have world law. So that movement that Walter Cronkite, and actually he tells his story in the acceptance speech where he was approached back in the 1950s to be the PR spokesman, the media spokesperson for this organization. And he chose to stay with CBS News. So back in the 50s, this was afoot and was being put together. So this is something that's been happening since even before I was born, 60, 70 years. Now, what influenced me about your books is that as you looked at what was going on, To me, you couldn't explain it with rational human explanation. So that's where I thought. And I've been criticized by comments on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast on iTunes for being a conspiracy theorist, because I was saying that I think that this is beyond an earthly scope. Yeah,
1: well, I meanwhile, I embrace the term, actually. Conspiracy theorist is a... If you look at what's happening these days, conspiracy theorist is a compliment, Okay, if you look at, uh, um, I'm like, uh, if only I would have listened more to them. That's what I feel like right now. Mm. After seeing all this, if only, because I ignored conspiracy theorists for 20 years. I just ignored them. I thought, uh, they do their thing, I do my thing. I do law of attraction. I'm a positive person. I'm a coach. I'm just going to ignore all that. You know, blah, 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 doom, this, doom, that. And I'm still not a doomsayer. I can't stand doomsayers, okay? I'm very optimistic nonetheless. But... Um, I shouldn't have ignored them. That's some. That's a. That's an error. Actually, I hereby, in this podcast, admit to an error.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first.
1: My error was to ignore conspiracy theorists who were right in some ways all along because I see it unfolding and manifesting before my eyes. Should I continue the story of yeah, escape?
0: Yeah, I'd like you to.
1: I mean, I, I saw some stuff. Please. Uh, I saw some stuff that validates conspiracy theorists times a thousand you know i was at the airport which was completely empty getting out was a problem first of all it was hard to get out i've written about that um you know like you need a covid test 72 hours uh no 12 hours prior to landing you need a covid test and then it turns out there are no flights anywhere that are that short from new zealand and 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 then the stuff that happened thomas i told you earlier i don't i don't wish that on anybody the stuff that we saw and happened to us that we saw happening to others is is really it's abusive and you don't want to see abuse you you don't want to witness how people are abused you know literally abused it's uh, the whole system is abusive in every way because we couldn't fly we got uh got to stay at a hotel He said, no, no, we're not allowed to stay at any hotel because of lockdown. And and, uh, the airport manager said, well, we do know a hotel you can stay at. But according to the media and the politicians, you can't stay at any hotel. Okay, it's lockdown. But the manager knows for a few extra dollars. Okay, so we get shuttled to the hotel and the guy shuttling us says, Hi there, so which country are you coming from? And I'm like, um... What are you talking about? We're just we didn't catch our flight. He said he said to us, "I just had another uh, couple come in from America earlier today. You're from America too, are you?" And and I sa- said I said, "Isn't it uh, not allowed to travel to New Zealand right now?" This was a quarantine quarantine-free hotel. You got to stay in quarantine if you arrive. So through the conversation with this taxi driver, I found out that the rules don't apply to all. So the government tells people you can't just come in, right? Uh, But this couple could just come in and they could stay in a quarantine-free hotel and they could do whatever they want. And then we discovered upon arriving at the hotel, there's a bunch of rich-type people there. So we discovered that if you're rich enough, you can travel freely as you wish without quarantine. And, 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 I, I could go on and on, okay? I, I got so upset after a while, that's why I had to leave leave the country. You get upset if you're confronted with lies every step of the way, you know? Confusion and lies and, and cover-ups. So we just left and took a while for me to heal, actually. We had to go to Germany, and they were no longer processing passports or visas in the entire country. Not only that... The entire postal system was suspended, apparently due to COVID, and the U.S. postal system was also suspended. Many people don't know that. The United States Postal Service does not operate in New Zealand anymore. you you got to wonder what's really going on. You know, there's those kinds of things show you there's something else going on. This has nothing to do with COVID. This is like wartime. Okay, there's some kind of secret war going on. So no postal system, no visa system, nothing. It's like the country no longer exists. You come to the airport, and at the airport normally, I've flown that airport so many times, you have Air New Zealand dominating the whole show. Air New Zealand is shut down. Um, There's Americans all over the place speaking American accents. Yeah, that's weird. You heard it here first, okay? There's so much more I could say that I haven't said. That's why you're hearing it here first. Americans all over the place. Hello, sir. How can we help you? The, The New Zealand accent is completely different, right? You can tell instantly. Yeah, instantly. So I'm like to my wife, why are Americans running this airport? Where's Air New Zealand? Where are New Zealanders? There are none. So, it's like a... Okay, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) An empty airport. Um, The national... Air New Zealand is nationally run, uh, is suspended, Uh, postal system is suspended, and Americans are running the airport. It's weird. And, And you ask people, they have no idea what's going on. Okay, I say, what's going on? Why isn't this in the news? Why are Americans running this airport? So... The word conspiracy theorist is a compliment. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I want to get out of here. There's something wrong. (laughs) There is something very wrong. So we get on this plane. There's seven people on the entire plane. The only airlines going are Air Singapore and Emirates. Uh, But it took a while. And in that time, we were in Germany, and we get a different type of COVID tyranny, a different type of madness, so, so in Germany, you need, you can't eat or be in a hotel without either COVID test or vaccines. So we had to get COVID tests every forty-eight hours. We kept going to the pharmacy and getting swabs up our nose. And after about, um, because we went to restaurants and we went to hotels, uh, we stayed overnight in hotels. After about uh, the eighth swab, I came down with the flu. I came down with what felt like COVID. Uh, but the tests, the swabs, wouldn't tell me I had COVID. So I couldn't, I had no taste. I had difficulty breathing. But the tests still said I'm negative. So I'm like, uh, how can this be? I, I literally have what they describe as COVID, and they test me as healthy. You know, I'm not healthy. So according to them, I can go anywhere I want with with this with this severe flu. I didn't. I stayed in, of course. right? I don't want to contaminate anyone. But I could go anywhere I want. I've been tested as healthy, even though I'm severely, severely sick. So I'm in my hotel room, barely able to function. And I just said to my wife, she didn't get it, by the way, which is weird. This is very, very contagious thing. And I, I know several stories of people where one partner had it, the other didn't. Very contagious. Anyway, I'm sitting in my hotel room and I'm doing my reality creation stuff, my healing stuff, my prayer stuff all day, basically, because it was severe. You know, I could barely breathe. And because of my work, it lasted, the hard part lasted one day, and the rest lasted altogether about three days. And after three days, I was back on my feet. So, you know, I survived it. But why did I test negative? Then the politician said that COVID tests are no longer going to be valid. You're going to have to be vaccinated, in order to go to restaurants, vaccinated in order to stay at hotels. But we found hotels that um, and restaurants where they weren't following the rules. Um, these were Turkish restaurants, actually, immigrant restaurants. And uh, they let us stay. And then we found a friend's place. They let us stay there. So we kind of evaded the vaccine. And then the date was nearing where Joe Biden said, you're not going to be able to travel to the States without a vaccine. Now, my goal was just for fun to evade the vaccine. I just wanted to evade it for to see if I could do it, okay? To see if I could stay pure and free, pure-blooded and free. Now, if I had to take the vaccine, I want to be clear about this. I don't mind. I think it's okay. Um, Maybe not okay, but I think I'd get over it. I, I'd cleanse. I'd go on a detox, You see, if I would have to take the vaccine, I just go on a detox, because I do think it is actually poisonous. Um, But just to be clear, I'm not afraid of it. I wanted to see if I could evade the vaccine. So I'm like, okay, Joe Biden is going to make it mandatory, so we have to get out by this time. We need some serious manifestation work. And... We, we did some serious manifestation work. You have no idea how many of my techniques we use, me and my wife together, okay, all day. I mean, we've been training reality creation like crazy. Endless prayer, praying up a storm, endless affirmation, endless uh, intention, objection, exercise, visualization, endlessly acting as if, packing our suitcases just to get out before the vax is mandated.
0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a cliffhanger, (laughs) but we're going to post part two right after this, so you won't have to wait long. Fred is hosting a seminar in Orlando. If you are listening to this in real time, it will be March 4th, 5th, and 6th. It will be at a disclosed location when you register at realitycreation.org. He said that he is going to talk about the five top techniques that he has used in his three decades of coaching and the five that worked the most effectively in what you just heard. Again, the registration for that is realitycreation.org, and then search for the live events. We're going to roll into part two and continue this story in the next episode. I'm Thomas Miller, along with Fred Dodson, in Lord Jupiter. Enjoy the journey.